Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Caroline Stanbury, star of The Real Housewives of Dubai. I'm remarried and living my best life ever. See, there's so much life after divorce. I'm starting my new chapter unapologetically. I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me on the journey. Listen to all new episodes every Wednesday. So buckle up. So welcome back from paradise. I am talking from the Maldives to another episode of Divorced Not Dead. Hi, honey. I'm here today. Yes, it's our first couples one in a while. And we thought we would give you some insight into what we think are important conversations to have before you get married, not after, before. Which there are a lot of them. There are. Having been married before as well, I know I didn't have any of these conversations. Actually, going into this marriage, I had a lot of them. Which I think they're extremely important. They are. And and for you too, as I said, because I've done ones on like finances and prenups and things like that. So most of you out there know how Sergio and I conduct our lives and that we did do a prenup for both of us. You know, not just for me because I'm older, but for him too, because I've got kids and he's got, you know, he he's building things on his own. So, and things that he came into the marriage with that he'd like to res- keep. So that is, I think finances is number one rule of a discussion before you get married and what your expectations are. I completely agree. Actually, I think it's quite interesting because there are so many taboo topics that most of the people try to avoid before marriage or even when you are dating because you always try to show the best version of yourself, which is actually not true. Why do you think people are so scared about talking about money as a couple? The problem is when you start to get to know someone, you just try to show this amazing image of like the best version of yourself. And the reality is that it's very tough to keep that up, right? So... I think what we did key, it was to start being straight from the beginning. I was extremely open with you. You were extremely open with me. And I think people are scared in that way of like being able to share those kind of like, you know, thoughts of like money, like, you know, sex topics. Like there's just so many taboo conversations that people should be able to talk about. Okay. So our biggest one is money. And I think to start there, I think why we had this conversation is because of the age gap. And maybe that forced us a lot earlier to have a conversation like this, because I think when you're more established and you're older, women just automatically think, you know, life's set and they don't think about the, you know, uh, asking an older man where they are in life. Or even right? when you're younger, 
you don't really think about that because you see that as a long way step ahead, you know, in advance already. Like you're not gonna, you know, be there yet. Well, you'd had a big career before I met you, right? And then having left it and, you know, taken time off and gone to university, I think when I met you, you were kind of in this sort of well, you were 24. So you were kind of in this thing that happens to you. you. You've actually had a career much earlier than most people will ever have a career where you get a little bit lost because that huge part of your life was taken away from you. But sadly, honey, that's what happens with most of the you know, professional athletes. They start very early stage in their life. They really focus. They hustle nonstop. And then for whatever reason it is, they don't make it or they don't make it to where they should be or they would like to be. And then they are lost because they don't really have anything going on. Luckily, my family pushed me to get the degree, to do my master's. And then, you know, I was in a stage that I, you know, I met you and I was ready to kind of like move or kind of like jump in your train because I already did my degree, did my master's and I was ready to change kind of, you know, careers. And actually it fit perfect for me because he does marketing and business. So it was great. But I mean, I think... A lot of women, maybe when I found him, as I said, not found him, but like we met and um, we always say we found each other. But, you know, he was at a crossroads. He didn't quite know. He just finished his master's where he was going to be. So it wasn't. And he'd finished his career and he'd spent a lot of money on his master's. So we had these conversations on how we would build each other going forward. I think and that's what the that toughest would look point like. yeah. for like younger people. They, you know, as soon as they finish the studies and everything, they're very lost on where they want to go or they should go and I think you helped me a lot on that way to really focus and kind of like give me an idea of what I wanted to be but that also came from your honesty a lot of young people don't expose themselves like that especially coming from a background like you do you have pride it's very tough honey. You know, it's very tough and you were very honest about where you were in life and where you wanted to I go told you, I had a lot of money I lost a lot of money and I you know I was just in a state of transition I wanted to hustle and start business and keep going. But I prefer that honesty. If I had woken up one day and had, you know, you lie about where you were in life, I'd have been furious. And I think that happens. You know, I, I never asked my ex-husband about money ever. I just took it. You know, we were both the same age at the same time. So we just got on with it. Um, and the actually, problem dating, honey, that people are not honest since the beginning. Well, because also you wanna... Instagram has ruined yeah, that. So exactly. people are so used to portraying a lifestyle that actually isn't theirs. You want to showcase this crazy and amazing lifestyle and then literally you start dating, you start getting to know each other and that's just not consistent. You cannot keep up that crazy lifestyle because it's not true. It's not real. So at the end, lies start there and then I start to lie and lie and then there's no, no trust. The thing about us is, you know, our Instagram, our lifestyle is continuous. It doesn't change and we have built it. And so I think once we'd had that very important conversation and I never made him feel like, you know, less than in it because, you know, as I said, at his age, he'd already done a million things that I hadn't done at his age. You know, I'm 47, so I would not have expected him to be where I was. But um, let me be honest, honey. Yeah. I don't know how many men will be on that position and assume that you have to just let the wife or the girl, in this case, because I was dating you, roll the train, follow you, and decide to just, because I decided to join Caroline Stamboli train, and I'm very happy doing that, but I don't know how many men could do that. No, no, and that's, you know, that's youth. That's youth, and that's why 
we work because we made that decision. And also a lot of women can't make that decision. There's a lot of women like me who want to be in the position I'm in right now with you and don't know and are scared to do so. My point is, I think that if you have the connection and if you have the honest conversation of what you both expect, I'm not looking for Sergio to save me, nor am I looking for him to support my family. But I will, honey, eventually. But what I am looking for is a business partner, a best friend, and somebody who enhances my life, takes care of himself, and cares for me and my family. And you need I to got find that. someone who, who pushed you and helped you to be a better version of yourself. Yes. And that's what we found in each other. And then when you have that, success absolutely follows. I could have married the richest man on the planet, and he could lose the, everything the next day. Literally the next day. And you need to remember that. Just because you marry into a huge pot of money doesn't mean to say you're going to end up with it. So I think the conversation of where, that you both have the same outlook on where you would like to be exactly. is everything. And we are pushing the same train. He's happy to push my you train because we're going to the same place. Same direction. And that's the key, I think. You know, Because just people focus way too much on money. And obviously you need money to have the freedom. But without the passion and without that partner, you cannot get that. So what's the point of getting the freedom if you don't have anyone to serve with? That's just completely misunderstanding in life. And the thing is, you know, you've lost a lot of money, made a lot of money. I've made a lot of money and lost a lot of money. And you understand that money gives you, you know, it, it provides freedom. tools and freedom, but it doesn't bring you happiness. 100%. Happiness is within. So, you know, we understood, okay, once we'd understood where he was financially, I was financially from that you can build. We knew the foundation was extremely strong. And as soon as we had that, we believed and we knew that we could reach any level that we wanted because we were on the same boat. And that's the most important thing. Be on the same boat and have the same vision to get to where you want to be in life. You know, and look at what we've achieved in the last few years. Our home is beautiful. Our life is beautiful. We don't live less than anybody else. And we've had a wonderful, wonderful journey doing it. But people think it's everything amazing, like in Instagram. But the reality, we suffer, honey. We went through ups and downs, but we made sure that the foundation was there and was extremely strong. Because then, if problems come to you, then you're going to be able to survive because you're going to push together the same boat. Money. Number two, I think babies. Oh, that's actually... This is a very difficult one for us. Because that's touching really, my little heart down here. This is really, you know, big for him because, you know, Sergio came into my life when my children were, was it nine? Listen, let me just explain to you from my perspective, right? So I jump already on a family. The kids, well, they, they were like gifted to me already growing up. So it's kind of tough, you know. Listen, He as lives much in as... a house with three teenagers. Imagine. Three. And I'm 28 for those who don't know us. 28 years old, three teenagers. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. And in a way, as much as I can give them love, it's extremely different when I have a baby, you know, from born to become 14 years old. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like... In a way, I want to have a baby. In another way, I don't want to have a baby. I'm Latino. I'm coming from a big family in Spain. Caroline is British. So it's just, we are, you know, it's a big topic for us. It's difficult because in my natural reaction would not be to have any more babies. Mine are growing up. They're getting to a stage they're going to be out. We have a very selfish lifestyle. We and love we will, to travel. Actually, you know. We love to travel. We love to be together. We are getting to a place where the house runs amazingly. 
you know, stupid things like I, I, I we just built our dream home. The thought of having toddlers running through with muddy it's crazy. with like mucky hands is like giving me anxiety money, talking about it. <laughs> You know, all of these things that happen to us, we have no privacy in my house now with two teenage boys who want us to keep our door open. My daughter's 17. She doesn't think, none of them seem to think we have a yeah. private life at all. They just walk into the bedroom at any given Anytime. time, any given time they burst through it's the crazy. door. So the thought of doing nappies again, and I, you know, when we are building our business and everything, I would like to wait. But then I look at his beautiful little brown eyes and oh, I- Oh, thank I, you, honey. But also- I think, honey, for us, it's a bit rare case because most of the people, if I would be dating or if I just married, let's say, 30 years old women, I will literally just start building my life, you know? So we could think about having a baby because it's what it will be placed on that position in life. Nowadays, we're in a completely different position. So honestly, I always wanted a baby. The fact is... You see babies everywhere. Every I see time babies and everywhere. baby clothes, he sends me pictures of you're like a, a hormonal woman when yes. you go past shops. Every baby I sees absolutely like love babies. Clues, he picks them up. So it breaks my heart to think that someone like Sergio won't be a dad. But thinking now that I, you know, we could have this amazing life just us traveling, which is absolutely our passion. The kids will be, you know, grown up already, they will go to school. It's a very tough decision. I don't know what to do, to be honest. We, we are still, you know, thinking about it. And then I do have this terrible perspective, which she gets very, very upset with me about. But I sometimes worry that I'm 20 years older. And Carolina, don't go I there. I know that he's going to like, you know, when I'm 60 and he's only 40, that he's going to want someone younger. And then if we don't have the baby, he can just pick up and move. I'm not going to without... want someone younger, honey. Like the only... Have you seen many 60-year-old women? I see them. They're extremely sexy. Thank you. The only fear I have is, let's say, when I am, you know, 50 and you will be 77. Wow, that's a big number. No, 70. Actually, 70, 67. Yeah. I want to have someone who I can kind of like carry my generation with. You know, you will be old enough to just place you there, don't move and just, you know, call me for things. And I want to be running around with my little kid. That's the only thing. I worry for. But so we do have a baby on ice, which we did as in, like an insurance policy because, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to wake up one day and that be the reason that we're not together. The good thing we have that one there. So no matter yeah. what, if we decide to have it, we can always just take it and place them in someone else or in Caroline. Because, you know, I do know if it was, if he wasn't with me, 100% he'd have a baby. 100%. Uh, yes. Yes, you would. But also after experience, what comes with babies a bit growing up, which is your three kids, it's a lot. It's a lot for anyone. That's the good thing. My children have taught him babies do not get easier. As children grow, they need you more, not less. And I think that's the myth that we all think as they grow up, they'll get easier. And they simply don't. They require so much more work. I mean, we're about to go now in July. We have the children for one whole month. Oh my God, it's crazy. And it's always like going to war for us. Like, you know, because I have two teenage boys. They want to do their own thing. Then there's Jasmine, which is 17, which is like a whole new human. Yeah. So we have two boys that don't particularly love each other. So they really don't really want to hang out. So there's two of them. Then Yasmin won't go anywhere unless she brings a friend. So now we've got four kids. Then we have to find other people with kids. So we're going to a friend's house in Ibiza this summer. And she's got two twin boys, too, which will be funny to see. 
And then Yasmin, of course, won't want to come with us with the boys. So thank God her father's in Ibiza. So we can send her off at night to go and have a nice dinner with him. That would be amazing, actually. Thank you. Yeah, but it's a whole thing. It's actually a thing. So it's trying to work out a holiday that doesn't drive us mental, them mental, that's beca- isn't, that becomes a holiday. It's actually amazing. I always want the kids. And after living with yours, I'm <laughs> double thinking about it. We're planning Disney and we always have to take a friend in for them. It, it's just a lot of work. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of expense. Every day my credit card is on theirs, Apple Pay. And ding, it goes ding, 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 It's nuts. They think I have no clue where money comes from. None whatsoever. So that is number two. And it's a very big one. And um, it's huge, actually. You know, in today's world, lots of people are choosing not to have kids now. Well, it um, depends where you're coming from because yeah. in Spain, in this case, the tradition is to have a lot of kids. I do feel it used to be really taboo to say you don't want children now. And now I feel like it's not. I feel like the stigma has gone and many couples have chosen to keep the life and have a nice... You know why I think it is? No. Because life, unfortunately, is becoming tougher and tougher. Yeah. And things are not that easy yet. It used to be having kids, you know, like bringing them up, universities, schools, you know, used to be so much easier. Oh my God, it's something like a quarter of a million dollars to send a child to American university. Exactly, it's crazy. Per child, it's absolutely nuts. That's why I think people are like really double thinking of like having kids. So let's take a little break from the show. I could not be more excited to announce this, people. Literally, I am on the edge of my seat because I'm obsessed already. It's season three of The Kardashians and it's out only on Hulu. Brace yourselves because it's the most anticipated event of the year. Watch all new season of The Kardashians, new episodes Thursdays on Hulu. The world's most famous matriarch is back for the most intimate look yet inside the family empire. Tune into Hulu to find out what it really means to be a Kardashian and witness these incredible women strike a balance between being powerful businesswomen and mothers and living their very real personal lives. I mean, they show it all, but that's not all. Prepare yourself to deep dive into their lives this season and get more of our favorites, Scott, Kylie, Courtney and Travis, and I'm personally obsessed by Courtney of Travis too right now. Could not be more excited about seeing more of their lives. Get ready for raw, authentic moments and they share their stories. From newfound love, family growth, challenges, juggling business, personal aspirations, we get to see it all, but only on Hulu. And you know, Sergio and I, our favorite downtime ritual is literally snuggling up and watching the Kardashians on TV. It always makes us laugh out loud and just you feel so related to them. You feel like, you know, there's one of them that you can sort of understand what they're going through. And I love seeing all their relationship challenges, even the mental health hurdles. They're not afraid to share it all. And that's why we all love the Kardashians. Witness their incredible journey this season. So mark your calendars, everybody's, because Thursday's got a whole lot more exciting. Don't miss season three of the Kardashians with new episodes Thursdays only on Hulu. Let's get back to the show. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession, beauty. beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. 
We tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411 and sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand. Always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. Three. Oh, okay. Religion. Well, I'm a bit sensitive on this one, actually, honey. Okay, go on. You start. Okay, so as you know, I'm Catholic. Very Catholic. How I was brought up and my whole family always told me that I should marry a Catholic girl. That I should kind of like stay in the community. And that's just what they teach you. If Your you poor are... family. They got a Jewish, divorced, three kids. 47, Horrible human. 40, well, 45-year-old at the time. I mean, so how, tell, explain when that you told them I was Jewish and divorced and, 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 and how did that go? It was a big thing for my mom because my mom has always been like, listen, you really need to, you know, just marry someone Catholic because, you know, I used to go to church every Sunday. I used to be extremely involved, you know, in the church. Wherever we go, we have to stop at churches. Sergio has to light the candle. He really, really values. Funny. Let me just explain to you, okay? Yeah. I believe in God. Mm-hmm. And I know when I was a child, I was 15 years old because of God, I was elected, you know, to play for Real Madrid because the chances were extremely minimum. There were so many people that were trying to get in and all of a sudden, why I was, why it was me? I was playing for Real Madrid. Then, you know, like different things happened in my life, major things. Also being on that 17th of May, in Newport Beach, meeting you, which I know all of those things happens because God put me there. And I believe in God and I believe, you know, he put us there, drop us there like little things to just make sure things happen in the right path. Sergio, when he's committed to anything, he commits. And what one thing he's always said is he feels that I was put in his path. And because I always say, how do you know at 24? How did you know? that I was the one and I, you know, on paper, I'm a disaster for him. There couldn't have been one person that said, this is a good idea, Sergio. And I wonder, you know, how he had the foresight to commit at such a young age and say, no, I'm going to marry her. I'm going to move to Dubai. I'm going to marry her. This is my woman. And, you know, he always says, God put me there. He wasn't going to go. It was a last minute decision. I've never been to Newport Beach in my life. And he was pretty much the only man in the audience. That's and had why that I woman knew. not dragged him there. <laughs> Honey, that's why I knew exactly that was the right decision because I knew I was not meant to be there. God put me there. I knew no matter what was going to happen that night, things were going to go the right way. And I, I believe in God. I trust him and I was just following the path. And look where we are now, honey. Yeah, it's, it's almost amazing. five years since we met each five other. Five years and things are flying. We're extremely happy. We managed to build this amazing life that really now nobody really thought it was going to be possible. So I think, you know, the point is we can have these discussions about religion. And obviously I wasn't Jewish. My father's Jewish and my mother isn't. So I converted to be Jewish for my ex-husband and the children so that they would have one religion. If Sergio and I had children, I would be prepared to do that for him too, so that his children can follow in his footsteps. But I do feel like I do believe in something. I think because I've been brought up in a, a family where religion was split like that as well, 
that I realized that we're all really fundamentally praying to the same Listen, thing. We're all playing to one God. 100%. I was going to tell you. Whatever you call that person or that thing that's there or you need, it's the same. So All the religions, they apply to the same thing. So that's kind of like the fundamental thing. So I feel like as long as you have respect for that and respect for each other's beliefs, that you can get through anything. So I definitely would say, and I have a lot of girlfriends like this that put religion very high up, especially living in the Middle East, very, very high up. And they don't look at other men unless that they're from a certain religion because of their families. And I, I would say, what a shame. What a shame that you could miss out on your perfect person because... That's such a big thing for you. I, I it's do actually very sad because there's so many, yeah. like the chances to meet someone, they're like so minimum. And then just to... Very hard today to find the right yeah, person. 100%. Very hard. Because and people options. have all these texts that they want yes. a checklist. And then literally it's just impossible. If I, I would never be where I am today with Caroline if I could have tick all the boxes I kind of wanted in my mind, which was, I mean, my list, it was never three kids. It was never a Jewish woman. It was never 43 at that time. I mean, there were so many things. But then, looking at the big picture, there were so many things that made sense. That's why I stick to it, because I knew I was in the right place. And, you know, I think that that's a really important fact, to have the foresight and say, okay, these things are, you know, not on my list, but, you know, fundamentally and overall, this is the perfect person for me, because you know, life is a very long time and it's hard. Like I'm sitting on a private island, well, not a private island, but an island right now. Let me tell you, if we, if you are not connected to someone, you can't spend a week in the Maldives. It would be impossible. I, I get so many text messages, honey, like all these people saying, oh my God, how can you do it? Oh my God, I would be just killing each other. Like, how do you do it after two days? It's because we have that connection and we no matter where laughing. we are, we're always funny, we're always laughing, we're always like, you know, punching each other and that's just the key of our relationship. Be friends before anything else. Friends first. So religion obviously is important and, you know, respecting whoever has, whoever it's more important to and respecting each other's values or saying that this is your, maybe what I did in our house. We sometimes practice my father's religion. We practice my mother's religion. That's one Christmas. thing I have to say, honey, I really respect you for it. That you respect my religion. I respect who you are. Yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you come with me when I go to church and I put candles yes. and stuff and I think it's a beautiful thing I don't to do want it together. To beat the, I don't want to beat that out of him again because I it's not my belief because I think it's a beautiful thing that a man like you wants to stop at church and light and be grateful for things. So I'm willing to come with you. I love that they that it's such a powerful part of your life which makes you a good husband and a good father. Thank you, honey. And committed to me. So there you go, religion. Number four. Ooh, I don't know actually which one should be this one. Where you're both going to live. Oh, that's actually. I think that comes to if you are on the same boat together. Because for example, for me, because as I said before, we have the foundation, which is the toughest and the most important thing. Honey, honestly speaking, I can be with you in an island. I can be with you in a mountain. I can be with you literally living anywhere because we have the most important thing which is us. We will always be laughing. We will always find a way to just make it fun. It's not about the money. It's not about anything else. It's about the connection. That's why the foundation is key. I think this is a big one, right? So, you know, a lot of couples go, well, my job's here and my job's there and I can't move and it's not going to work. That will never we can't work. Do, yeah, never work. We can't do long distance. Okay, maybe because I met Sergio when he was 24, 
that that was easier to broach. But let me let me explain this. He just got his green card. He just, you know, moved to the States. Let me tell you, my dream, my dad's company is in San Francisco. My whole dream, my entire life, it was to build a life and to live in California. I dream about it. I was on the way to making it happen. And all of a sudden, this beautiful lady over here, Caroline Stanbury, just picked me aside and said, listen, we're moving to Dubai. Well, not really. It didn't happen like that. COVID, <laughs> COVID went down. I know. But, you know, my point is he was open. And again, today, jobs, you, you can move, you can work from anywhere. You can really work from anywhere. And building a life together is the most important thing. And Sergio is completely correct. If he told me we're moving to Bali tomorrow and we love Bali, I could do it. He could do it because we are fundamentally best friends and every single day is an adventure for us. We don't need everyone around us. We have amazing friends. We really do. Don't get me wrong. And I, I do need to see people. But, you know, we're super happy on our own, too, which I think I had lost that connection in my first marriage. And that was just as much my Let, fault. Can as I tell was, you, honey, because I know I'm so much younger than you, but I think I know some of the reasons. Mm -hmm. And what I've seen now in society is most of the couples, after five years in the marriage, the husband start traveling, doing business, the wife stay at home or start traveling, they started to build their own life, completely different from each other. And that's the main reason of divorce. Why? Because all of a sudden, you become so independent that I don't need you anymore and you don't need me anymore. So then we marriage fight about problems. This. We fight about this a lot. No, honey, but it happens. No, no, I understand. And All actually, these couples I... that we know, they're in the same position. Their wives are extremely unhappy. They start posting all these sexy pictures on Instagram just to catch attention, which you know. Why is that? Because they are sat in their own homes, they, they are sat on their own skin, and they miss that feeling from the husband. So when, we, when I st went from being totally independent in my marriage to being with somebody 24-7, never being without him, people tend to distrust that. And they tend to sort of say, you know, you're, you're not with your girlfriends anymore. You're not doing this anymore. And then I realized, you know, if it's a choice, I'm going to stand by my relationship, right? I do need to have like once in a while a girl's night out, but I don't travel without Sergio because... Honestly, he's right. We've done a few trips and it's been absolutely horrible. Honey. Yeah, he's right. There's no need to be separated and nothing really good comes from But it. Explain that, honey. There is no need to be separated when you actually find a person. If you find a person that you can actually trust, that you can kind of, you know, just be friends with, you can travel together. But Sergio, I do always say to you, I need to have a girls' night out because we talk differently. We like to talk about men's penises and and how many times they had sex last night. We can't do that without with you there. Okay, that's amazing. Thank yeah. you. Sorry, but that's I can be we there do. as well. Honey. No, darling. You Why can't. not? Because girls don't want to discuss these things Maybe in front of you. Girls love me. Thank they you. don't. Well, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> okay. once in a while, and that I'm still beating that into him. But I don't need to go on, you know, travel trips and do all that without him. The thing is, you know, I do want this to last till I'm, you know, a hundred and whatever. And I know that, you know, the pain of adjusting the way I've lived my whole life and always being on my own from boarding school to everywhere, you know, it will get easier and it is getting easier. And as I go on with him, it will be so wonderful to know that, you know, we, we rode everything together. And I think that that is absolutely why we can live anywhere. So nothing is scary. I don't think we're going to end up in Dubai for the rest of our lives. You know, both of us think we're going to end up in 
America somewhere 100%. or an island. Yes. And, you know, we'll end up on an island somewhere, you know, maybe with a few friends. Depends on the baby, honey. Depends on the baby. But nothing scary. If, if he said to me, you know, let's go to Australia and, you know, migrate, I could do that too. I can do that too either. Like 100%. Was it immigrate, not migrate. The birds <laughs> migrate, we immigrate. We could do that. And that's what's so exciting because we can pick up our business and we can go anywhere. So I would also say to you, like religion people, don't cut someone out because his zip code doesn't match yours. It's exciting to start a new life. It's amazing. And I have to say, honey, I'm extremely proud of you, of what you've done, where you are today, because I know it was extremely tough. Not that many women would do it if they would be in the same position as you. Darling, you left Newport Beach and moved to Dubai, having been there once. I know, honey, you but... You need to pat yourself on the back. Baby, you took a huge risk of stability to literally jump into something completely the is, rare. The thing is, I'm stable. And I know I'm stable. So, you know, and I think the greatest gift I can give you in life is freedom to to try things right now because I'm so stable. 100%. You can try different things and see what's your what's your passion, what's not, what you're good at, what's not. And that I'm very proud of being able to do because that really really is a gift for you, I think, growing up. 100%. It's extremely, I'm extremely, extremely grateful to have the opportunity of taking risks, investing in different things. And, you know, that's the only way that you can actually really make it. It really is. And you give me that. So zip codes should not be a problem. So, honey, the last question, I think, it should be the last topic should be, what's the best way to communicate? Like, what is your communication style? Well, we communicate, I think, in so many ways, verbally, sexually, all of these things. And I think verbally, we're very, very different. Extremely different. Yeah, you're a lot... That's kind of like a bit tougher for me to adjust, but I think that's why it works. Exactly. Well, I throw tantrums. Yeah, Caroline is like, literally, we are just relaxing, okay? And then all of a sudden, oh my God! And then, like, something, the smallest thing in the planet you can imagine just happened there and it's fixed in one and a half seconds my stress levels go from zero to a thousand to a very, thousand very in a minute and that's just Caroline Stambury so it took me we a while we live in a state of chaos no no it's chaos it's like literally like I will throw the mic to someone that's just Caroline it took me a while to adjust to how she is personality wise but finally I think I got it and I just you know every time there's a tantrum or something I just maybe hold her or maybe run and disappear. There's just I don't like the holding thing. He tends to try and hug <laughs> me and thinks that it will just like, so I can't actually move and I have to give in to him. It actually isn't That's the, actually the only way down. for me. It annoys the fuck out of me. I understand, honey. It's the only way for me to get a cuddle. Thank you. Yeah, and I, you, I, I'm a prickly bear at that point. I don't want to cuddle you. But I also think that, you know, I have run, you know, companies that are big and I think I just, I think it's my communication style is very direct. It's not really kind sometimes. Not I don't really think kind. I... It's extremely horrible. Her communication style is like talking to, I mean, I don't know what to explain, what to say. It's literally the worst thing you can ever imagine. I don't have patience. So, but I'm... Like, Give me that right now. Yeah. And I just talk very directly. And when I want something done a certain way, I want it. And the thing is, because Sergio, for the first time as well... I used to find it rude, but now I understand it's just yeah. how she is. Well, my whole team too, and they're still there. So not many people have left. We don't have any other option. Thank you, honey. Um, but, you know, they all 
essentially work for me, right? So it's difficult. You know, working with your partner is very, very difficult. At the same time, if I criticize him, he... I have to say... You're very defensive. I'm very defensive. Yeah, very defensive. Thank you, Carolina. Just shut up for a moment, yes? Okay? You're extremely defensive too because there is no one in the team, in the world, no one around you who will tell you the truth as I tell you. So every time I tell you anything that is actually true, you jump on me with a knife and just extremely reactive. Boom, boom. Shut up! You, bam, bam, bam. And because I'm right, honey, because no one will tell you that. And that's what you have to understand. I tell you the things because I love you. As you tell me things, for me to grow and because you love me. So we're learning to communicate. We have very different communication styles. Very different. He's much more relaxed. I want everything done like this. Dun, 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 dun. We fight a lot about work. But ultimately, I know he's got no, my back. Let me just tell you. And he, I've got his back. 100%. But Caroline just wants to get... 55 million things at the same time and it's just really not possible well you're a dreamer and you want to open 55 million things at a time I and I just want him to start and finish with the one yes I understand honey but start commit sometimes continue. you have to focus on it for a moment honey you just I, it took me like maybe just analyze the situation before doing the podcast it took me what maybe 10 times I asked you to sit down here you said yeah I'm coming yeah I'm coming yeah I'm coming yeah I'm coming and then I have to just put you here I just want to turn up and sit down so our communication style is completely different. But the one thing that we do do is we know how to use the sex to make up. 100%. I mean, don't get me wrong. We don't fix everything with sex. But well, we do. Not really, honey. We kind of, we understood each other now. and We, we never argue for long. So we'll have a huge it's, bust up. It's quick. He'll, he'll, I disappear. He'll I'm disappears. in a room. I'm waiting for Karen to come and pick me up. See, it's, I it's never just, come. It never happened. No. It really never happened. I'm so mad. I'm like, this... Yeah, she's, she's suffering probably now. She's going to come I'm crying. I'm suffering. This man is living her best life watching TV. So yes, it's very tough. We have many... He'll go for a drive. I'll, yes. I'll do my nails. Almost crash the car and uh, super mad and she's just living her best life. So, But I've learned something. Oh, okay. I've learned that, you know, the good highs and the lows come and they actually keep the fire. I think so too. So I love you, darling. This has been really, really fun. I love you too, honey. You're amazing. I hope this has helped. Keep your mind and your heart open. 100%. And listen, never listen to society. Follow your own path. Follow your love and what you feel for someone else and just stick to it. And it will always, always, always work out for the best. Remember that. 100%. So thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. We love you. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind-the-scene action. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.